for the Dreams of Children podcast series from Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, featuring President Danny Nicholson. This series exists to bring to light stories of children and families. Well, welcome today. This is Danny Nicholson, President at Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, and we're on the For the Dreams of Children podcast, and I have a special privilege today uh, to have somebody special on this particular episode because this individual not only was a, a child here and, and has given back and loved this place through the years so, so deeply, but he was also from Hartsville, South Carolina. I will let him tell you about that in just a few minutes, but welcome, Jerry Friedner, to For the Dreams of Children podcast. Welcome. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to be here and glad to participate. Well, I thought I'd ask you a few questions, and uh, you heard me already mention about you're from our hometown, Hartsville, and uh, so I've always had a special connection uh, to you and your family because of that, but I've often been intrigued at uh, how dedicated for, for so long and how committed that you and your family have been to this place, and it really inspires others. It's touched my heart deeply, and I thought when we did this podcast, I said, man, I'm going to call Jerry and get Jerry to tell us some about how special Connie Maxwell is to him and his family. So I'll just start there by saying, Jerry, tell us, what does Connie Maxwell mean to you? Well, I could summarize that in one word, everything. Uh, <laughs> as you mentioned, as you mentioned, I was born in Hartsville in 1937, and you don't have to do the math, but I'll, math, but I'll soon be 85 years old and doing well. But, my father and mother and my other four siblings moved to Columbia in 1938. Uh, my father was with the Army Corps of Engineers, and we came to Columbia. to He was going to work on what was the Columbia Air Base, and he stayed through that, uh, which was shortly after 1941, and we moved to Greenville, and he worked on Donaldson Air Base. And when that was finished, he moved to Atlanta, and my mother decided she wasn't going, so they separated. And I lived with her for uh, about four years. Uh, she was trying to take care of five children, and it was a difficult task. And my two older brothers uh, left home, and my two sisters came to Connie Maxwell, and I stayed with her for another year. and. 1945, December the 19th, uh, I came to Connie Maxwell seven days before Christmas and mm -hmm. and stayed at Connie Maxwell from then till March of 1955, uh, nine years and three months uh, I was at Connie Maxwell. So, and that was a, a, a great experience for me because my mother had to work, obviously, and I was basically at home about 18 months or a year before I came to Connie Maxwell, and I was uh, a little bit loose. And I wasn't but seven right. years old, and 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 <laughs> I, I needed some direction, and and like I say, Connie Maxwell meant everything to me when they came, and uh, I went to Connie Maxwell, and I spent the first couple of nights, and they had a, what they call a sanitarium. They just kept children there for a while to see if they had any 
anything that needed to be looked after, a disease or any uh, conditions. And uh, being right at Christmas, they moved me to a cottage pretty quickly. And uh, I had the great fortune of being assigned to Memorial Home where Miss Barnett was the cottage mother. And uh, I think was, I remember uh, you talking about Miss Barnett before. I think yeah, I've heard you talk she about She was her. a she was a great influence. She she was a mother of, I think she had seven children. One of them had passed away when when I got to Greenwood. He had some real health issues and passed away at a, at a very young age. But uh, mm. And she was a minister's wife, and when he passed away at a, at a young age, she came to Connie Maxwell as a cottage parent with uh, a number of her children. And was a great influence on everybody's life. I, I say one thing she said that the Army later got, be all you can be. That was that was her motto. And, uh, and she made sure that, that you did the best that you could, and, and uh, she was a great influence and meant a lot to me, at what she taught me. And, and not only she, but... Uh, I had the opportunity. I worked in the cottage till I was about 11 years old, and then I worked in the printing office and learned a lot about printing business, which I later used in in my professional career. I was an engineer, and some of the things I learned about composing and and uh, preparing documents came to great use in in our engineering profession and. Uh, greatly benefited from that so it was a, a great influence so well you know uh a lot of what you talked about already miss barnett and and the press the place you learned the things from the uh, press um you hear those things today from so many people and it seems to me that in a lot of cases like you just said the the quote from miss barnett you know but I'm going to search a little deeper. Maybe you can think of another moment kind of like that that kind of just, you know, it doesn't have to be real fancy or, or it can be real simple. It could be just lasted just a moment. But that, that somebody said something or did something that made you feel like you were at home and you belonged and you were loved and maybe even you knew at that moment you were going to make it. It was going to be okay. You were going to, you were going to, you were going to have your dreams and do what you needed to do. Can you think of another moment like that at Connie Maxwell that somebody said something or did something that, that gave you gave you hope? <laughs> well, a, a lot of a lot of the school teachers did that. You know, they said, uh, we see potential and you, you need to apply yourself and if you see opportunity, take that opportunity and don't be afraid to try. Uh, that was the case in several uh, occasions where uh, just not giving up and learning a work ethic. Everybody uh, emphasize, do your job, do it to the best of your ability. I remember when I was working in the printing office, we were printing some tickets to some event and had a, a ticket and a stub, and each one of them had a number on it. And I remember Mr. Sheridan, who ran the printing office, said, I don't care if you're completely through. If you find out there's a mistake, tell me. Don't ship it out until I make, I'll make the decision whether or not we send it 
or we reprint it. That'll be my decision to make. But don't be afraid to tell me that we have a mistake. If it's your mistake, if, if the counters didn't move uh, consecutively with each other, I'll make the decision whether we need to reprint it or not. And, and that stuck with me. Do your job and make check it and make sure it's done right. And, you know, just working, you learn to work with a lot of different people. If, when I was at Connie Maxwell, we had about 320 kids on campus. Wow. And from all different backgrounds, uh, all different uh, abilities, uh, all different persuasions, and you learn to get along with people. It, it was important that, you know, you, you just couldn't say, I don't like this, I'm leaving, but but you couldn't do that. And you may be living in a cottage. We had 22 boys in, in our cottage, and it was wow. uh, a, a good experience. And and. I, I knew right away I was going to make it. I, I was used to running free and, and not eating on a regular basis and maybe not even sleeping on a regular basis. I did go to school. I made sure I did that. But uh, <laughs> when I got there and, and I saw this nice clean bed and, and, and I was going to get three good meals a day, uh, I appreciated that. It, and I have always appreciated <laughs> That's right. I, 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 we didn't have a lottery, but I got the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the truth is, uh, to all our listeners out there, Jerry won't say this, but his hard work and the attitude he gained from Connie Maxwell and just his you know, his talent and, and what God blessed him with, Jerry became very, very successful and has done a wonderful, wonderful job at his profession uh, he is he's acclaimed by a lot of people at being the best at what he does, and uh, so he built his way and he did a great job. And because of that, he's also been an incredible blessing to so many other people. So I I know you wouldn't say that, Jerry, but I'm saying it because I can and I want you to. And uh, we're we're mighty proud we're mighty proud of the people that have come out of this place. But you're one in particular that we're proud of as a leader and what you what you did in your life to, to make a difference. So thank you for that. And I listen, I'll end on this because, you know, so many people don't can't listen but so long, right? They just they just listen for a little while. But uh, there's one thing I wanted to ask you. Is, is if there was one word, you know, um, that you could say sums up everything, and I think you may have already said it, but you might think of another one. If there's one word that sums up Connie Maxwell, what would that be for Jerry Friedman? Love. Mm. Ah. That's good. That's good. Uh, having come from a broken home and my mother having to work and not so much uh, a time to spend with me, and when I got to Connie Michael, Miss Barnett, Doctor Smith, Mister Sheridan, who ran the printing office, Mister Clyburn, who ran the farm, uh, all those people. Uh, just showed uh, uh, compassion and love, and sure. you would mess up every now and then, and, and they would let you know, but <laughs> you learned from it. And, and just the love and dedication they had to their responsibility of looking after the children under their care, it was sure. unbelievable. Well, you know, we... Um 
I'm so thankful, Deborah and I are so thankful to be here, and we have we have no plans to go anywhere else in our lives but to get the chance to give that same kind of love to the children uh, every day. And we, uh, you know, we try to help with Sunday school and different things. And the other the other Sunday, uh, we were at church, and there was a little girl named Reese that got up by herself and walked all the way down the aisle. County Maxwell Baptist Church, and uh, said a prayer to accept Christ into her life. And and uh, her house parent told me later said, "Now listen, she's not like that. She was serious about that. That was that was really important to her." And so I'm just, you know, listening to you talk about what this place means, and then I sit there and watch a little girl, maybe the first steps to a new beginning in her life, so she can make it and do well, uh, like you have, and I. I know you'd you'd appreciate hearing that. Right. You sure do. And uh, every day, uh, I used to say years ago, every time I went back to County Lakeshore, I got my battery charged. Just something Mm -hmm. about coming on the campus would re-energize you and say, I've come a long way, and this place is the starting point, and it will be my finishing point. I can always say that County Lakeshore, is the beginning and the end as far as I'm concerned. Wow. Well, that touches my heart. Listen, about to make me cry, so I'm going to quit. Yeah. Um, but thank <laughs> you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for uh, loving Tiny Maxwell so much. And uh, I want to tell everybody out there to take a few minutes and listen to these stories like Jerry's. Um, we have a few on the website that really underline exactly what Jerry has perfectly said that we're a, a place of love, a home for children that need it, and we're very thankful how God has blessed us. So, Jerry, thanks again for being with us. We appreciate it, and we'll look forward to seeing you real soon. And as we move off of this uh, podcast episode today, I want to just challenge everybody out there, hey, go find a kid and just hug them or hold them or do something for them and tell them that you love them. Go, go do that, okay? Thanks again, Jerry. God bless everybody, and we'll be back with another story real soon. Thank thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our For the Dreams of Children podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at ConnieMaxwell.com.